0: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 259. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the all-digital Microsoft Xbox One S console. Also going to talk about Sony's PS5 details being revealed. We're going to talk about the possibilities that could have been Knights of the Old Republic 3, Lucasfilm looking into making a Knights of the Old Republic movie, And we're also going to be talking about our top 10 fighting games of all time right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at centaleaks.com. All right, guys. So it is Celeb. I am joined by my partner in crime. Bolts, What's up, bro? What's up, dog? How dude, you doing? Dude. <clears throat> it's been a crazy couple of days with work and everything, but how has everything been with you? I know you've worked like 72 bro, hours just, straight. I'm just exhausted, dog. <laughs> we tried to... We were going to record it yesterday, and Bolts was sitting was like, across from me, and I was like, just go home, bro. <laughs> bro, yeah. It
1: would, it would not even it up, wouldn't. To par, not um,
0: up to par. So... Uh, I, I know how life has been going with with work and stuff like that, so we're gonna just jump into what you've been drinking and what you've been gaming. Uh, what you've been drinking and what you've been gaming. I know it's probably not too much, but bro, bro, I haven't touched
1: Xbox, Xbox or PlayStation in about five days. But the last thing I remember, anything. Well, I've been <clears throat> in my spare time away from work. I've been uh, rewatching Game of Thrones. Um, oh, which yeah. Which I fucking love. It's so good. It's so good on so many levels. Yeah. Um, and I nightly probably have
0: a cranberry and vodka, OJ and vodka, or something like that. Okay. All right. Um, well, you know me. I've been gaming a good chunk. I've uh, been playing, uh, I played a little bit of Call of Duty uh, earlier, played some Blackout. Um, and I also jumped into um, World War Z. Uh, which my review should be coming, I was gonna try to have it up today hopefully i 'll be able to have it up maybe um, maybe tomorrow at some point in time um, but it 's just been crazy today we 've had a lot of stuff to do uh, but i 'm enjoying my time with the game so far, and uh, i 'm not i don 't want to really divulge too much. Uh, the game is out now, but I want to end up spoiling my opinions on the game so um but drinking wise i haven't really done much drinking either i've just been last couple of days have just been a little crazy um everybody's getting ready for easter i have um, two easters i have to go to so maybe sunday maybe on easter sunday i'll be able to get the review up fully but i have a easter tomorrow with my family and then i have an easter on sunday with with uh, dara's family so and then bro next week What's up? Avengers Endgame, baby. Oh yeah, I'm so. It's coming. Hey, you're the one who bought the tickets for us. Oh, I know, Adam. I know. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, about that movie. Who cares? I'm ready. Um, I gotta say though, going a little off topic here. I watched today. I watched the Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker trailer like four times. It's so good, bro. It is. Oh it my is. god, dude. And I can't like I watched a couple of reaction trailers to it yeah and uh i can't help but get excited at the same time and <laughs> um, <laughs> bro, that laugh dude oh my god it was so <laughs> awesome um you know i actually watched this one video that uh you know i guess the guy didn't really like the last two star wars films that it came out that were in this on this timeline and he said uh he said, the way I'm going to explain it and the way I think this entire thing is going to lay out is going to make a lot of people like it. And he basically said that Rey has been a sleeper agent for the Sith the entire time. And he started, like, connecting a bunch of dots. And the way he was explaining that, I was like, wait a second. That would make a lot of sense. He was talking about, like, how did she how did she really not know anything about her past at all? But she knew all this stuff about the Millennium Falcon, when she got on it and how fast it went and who Han Solo was but she didn't realize the Millennium Falcon was right there the entire time and then he started adding all these other connecting all these other dots and stuff he's like constantly she's asking oh we gotta get to the rebel base we gotta get to the rebel base we gotta get to the rebel base he said and he said and also did you guys notice in The Last Jedi that when when Kylo Ren brought Rey to Emperor Snoke um, and Kylo Ren got down on one knee. Instead of it focusing on Kylo Ren, it focused on Rey. It stayed focused on her, and he said, Oh, my apprentice, how you've came back into the light. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> what if Rey really was a part of the Sith the entire time? And maybe that's the reason why they're going to look at the remnants of the, the Death Star. So... Bro, he even added things in there like That Emperor Snoke was so strong In the force And Luke was so weak-minded at the time That em- Emperor Snoke even faked Yoda Like, made Yoda come to Snoke Because you he, know. at that time he. I was like, ah <laughs> So, I don't know, man it's exciting to watch those things, though, because you think, like, man, this is really crazy if this would have happened, but you know it's not going to. Right. Like, all those holes and stuff like that, plot holes that are there, they're going to stay there. So, But um, anyway, so we're on the 259th episode of the Second Media Podcast. It's been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Um, also, this is brought to you by Centrelinks.com. Make sure to head on over to Centalinks.com and check out the great content and great content creators we have right over at Centalinks. We got some awesome stuff in the works. You have got to head over there um, and check out some of the great stuff that we have for you. And speaking of that, recently uh, our, co- uh, <laughs> our co-worker our and co-bro, Matt Quad C, was able to head over to um, a... PlayStation media event in Dallas and got some hands-on with Days Gone. So Matt, my bro, we're going to hand it over to you and I want you to tell these people how awesome Days Gone is and why you're excited for it.
2: Thanks so much, Celeb. It is I, Matt, a.k.a. Quad C, a.k.a. Move the Joystick. You can find me on all social media at Move the Joystick. Really happy to be here back on the Second Opinion Podcast to talk again about a video game that I have been covering since day one and I'm really excited about. Uh, So very recently, Sony actually invited me out to go to a local Dallas Media Day to uh, check out an assortment of games. There were about four games. Uh, and You can check out my rundown on each one of them on Cinelinks.com. But one of the biggest ones that I got to check out was Days Gone. Uh, the, the, the studio behind it, Ben Studios, sent over their game director, Jeff Ross, to show me the ropes and give me a preview of Days Gone. And oh my god, was it incredible. So Days Gone... If, you're not, if you don't know, Days Gone is a, a massive survival game. It's a survival game ba- is set in Oregon. This is one that you are going to need to pay attention to your resources. If you decide that you want to spend your time uh, upgrading your weapon, well, then you might not have enough resources to upgrade your bike. And your bike is so important in Days Gone because this is a biker game. The biker culture is so huge in Days Gone. That's actually one of the reasons why they didn't allow any customization in Deacon. You'll notice that Deacon wears different clothing from uh, the start of the game to towards the end of the game. That's purely aesthetic. You don't control what he wears. And the reason behind that is because Jeff Ross even told me that uh, it's because they found that the more customization that they gave the player the the less of the biker culture um was integrated so they wanted to be true to the biker culture they wanted to give it life and so that's why there's not gonna be any customization but the game itself is just crazy it's it's a not not necessarily a massive sandbox but it's it's a pretty big sandbox where you're able to do whatever it is that you want to do if you want to attack freakers head-on go for it have fun with that If you want to take more of a stealthy approach, have fun, get at that too. The problem is is that there are consequences with whatever your actions are. If you decide to go in guns blazing and destroying absolutely freaking everything in your path, A, you might get overrun, but B, you're probably going to attract not just freakers or zombies, as they like to call them, um, but you'll also attract, uh, humans, enemy humans, or even, like, animals. Like, we saw from E3, 20, I think it was 2017, we saw that giant bear that was, like, that looked undead, right? Well, one of those could come over at any point in time. Plus, there are hordes of freakers that are just roaming this Oregon Uh, The state of Oregon. So you have to constantly be careful. And uh, otherwise, you're just going to get overrun and get destroyed. I mean, that said, there are also moments where you might get stuck in a trap. Because there are road traps. When you're riding your bike along the roads or along the highways, uh, there will be enemies that will just lay out rope or lay out some sort of trap. So as you're just driving by, boom, you get hit and you suddenly find yourself in a firefight. So the game itself is just crazy. It has so many multiple layers to it and it's one of those that you're going to have to keep watching your back every single time you play the game. It's a really fun, fantastic game. Uh and and the hordes. Oh my goodness, I got to talk about the hordes. The hordes are just mind-blowing. Like I know Soleb is playing World War Z and he's having a blast with that. Great. I'm excited for him and World War Z is an incredible game. Uh, whenever I saw Days Gone, my first thought was, "This is Sons of Anarchy meets World War Z," and that is so true because the biker culture mixed with these hordes of like zombies and freakers that are just piling over each other just to try and get at you is is it's there, it's happening, and it is intimidating. And whenever you're playing that and in, in, in the horde mode, you see that and it is it's overwhelming it really is because you have a a limited amount of weapons or ammo at least you have a limited amount of resources to make explosives so it requires you to have a lot of strategy whenever you're playing this game especially when it comes to hordes for me i like it took me four times first try man i thought i was being sneaky and like going up and and uh and setting up a couple explosives and then boom freaker sees me and i am just overrun within minutes uh jeff was really nice and said that i had a very decent and admirable attempt uh, admirable attempt uh, yeah bro I, I, I we both know the truth to that you're being nice uh but then the second one yeah i got overrun again by the third one i started using my environment because there are like gas truck tanks or you know tanker trucks that are everywhere there are little explosions explosives that are just laid out all over the map so as you're running around you just kind of try and bottle them in Shoot a couple of explosives and boom, you knock out at least like, uh, I don't know, 10% of the overall 300 amount of Freakers that are coming after you. So, uh, by the fourth attempt, I was actually able to do it. I was able to pull it off because I was able to be smart with my explosives. And it was, I got to tell you guys, uh, there is no feeling in the world as good as whenever you take out a bunch of freakers like in a horde like i know that you know uh celeb ha- has two kids and those are probably the greatest moments of his life um yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure that whenever he defeats his first horde in days gone eh, having the kids might be a you know second place not saying. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Anyway, but that is Days Gone. I'm so excited for this game. It comes out next Friday, or I don't know. By the time this airs, it could be this Friday. Uh, But it comes out next Friday, April 26th. You guys have to get it. It's going to be incredible. The story itself already looks really cool, too. I didn't want to talk too much about it just because... You know, I don't want to spoil it. It's going to be roughly 30 hours, and that's 30 hours that you should experience it and not have me tell you about. So, day gone. April 26, 2019. Honestly, this is going to be another must-own PlayStation exclusive. Really pumped for it. Thank you so much to Jeff Ross and the entire team at Ben Studios. Uh, it's been an absolute honor to play this game, and uh, can't wait to see what you guys think. Guys, have a great one. Enjoy the rest of the Second Opinion podcast and find me on Cinelinks. You can also find me on all social media at MoveTheJoystick. Catch you guys later.
0: All right, Matt. I really appreciate that, dude. And Day's Gone, dude. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. It's right around the corner. Now, Bolt, I know Days Gone isn't really your typical, uh, you know, <laughs> your, your typical game that you plan on playing. But from what Matt just said i mean it sounds pretty awesome right <clears throat> oh bro i'm gonna slap no i'm just you.
1: messing with you know it really does um he uh he he took a he, he did an amazing review on it yeah um, and, and i think the game is gonna be great i really yeah. do um i'm just not gonna play a walking dead knockoff so bro
0: i'm gonna knock <laughs> you out right now <laughs> you I know swear to God. It's,
1: it's you know look, come on i'll say it again i will say it all time and time again they they took Daryl's Di- they took Daryl Dixon, which is the most the most famous character on Walking Dead, mm-hmm. you know, hands down. Everybody loves Daryl Dixon, Norman Reedus, all that jazz. They took his character, put him in an open world zombie game, just like The Walking Dead. They gave him a bike, just like The Walking Dead.
0: But listen, and, bro, and you this get a crossbow, a zombie game.
1: Huh? I oh, I understand that.
0: I understand that. It's getting to the point, of The Walking Dead, where there aren't like fucking zombies anymore <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> Anyways, know? let's just take Bolt's comments and extract the good parts. He thinks it's going to be a good game, and we'll move on from there. Wait, hold <laughs> up, screw. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but uh, I want to I want to say, even though I obviously I didn't get to go, but I want to give big shout outs to Sony for for inviting Links over there. It's so awesome that they um. Took the time out to invite us uh and matt got to check out a game that he is really excited about as am i so um also make sure guys uh, i forgot to say it earlier make sure to head on over to realoutreach.com and check out the great um the great stuff that they do over there for uh local kids in the dallas area um they plan on taking some kids to see uh, detective pikachu if you head on over to realoutreach.com you can get a little bit more information about why we take these kids to see these movies so video games coming soon we got Mortal Kombat 11 coming to switch ps4 Xbox one and PC uh, it is coming out April 23rd um, bolts what you excited excited you excited, uh, <laughs> to-, <laughs> you excited I, to play Mortal Kombat with me
1: oh uh, yeah I'm thrilled no I, I am it's gonna be it's gonna be another another addition to, to to one of the greatest franchises ever to grace any kind of console
0: yes sir Um...
1: It, it looks like um, that you know they they they've upped it up a little bit. So,
0: and that story mode, bro.
1: You're all about that story mode. I
0: am all about that story mode, man. And actually, guys, if you'd like to, by the time you listen to this episode, head on over to sinatlease.com and check out uh, my article uh, to where I talk about my top five favorite Mortal Kombat games. Um, since uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is right around the corner, I wanted to list my. Top 5 favorite Mortal Kombat games of all time. So head on over to simlinks.com and check that out. Um, also, we got Days Gone coming April 26th for PS4. Of course, I'm excited about that. Now, the big game that me and Bolts are both very excited for is Rage 2. It's coming out May 14th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I am so ready for this game. I, I can't even tell you guys. It is going to be amazing. I can't wait to play it. Uh, me and, me and Bolts. Uh, got to play it a couple times this year, and um, it was great. I mean, I got to play it at E3, and I think it was a little bit longer of a demo than what I got to play at E3. Um, whenever we played at QuakeCon, but Bolt sat down and started trying, and he was like, "I fucking love this game." <laughs> oh, it was awesome. It was it was yeah. high
1: octane, high action all day long. Yeah, a little bit of all you know what you want from everything, you know. And the biggest thing I like about it is it had that that wide open. You know, just highly explosive, high octane. You know, feel like Borderlands is. So
0: yeah, bro. Yeah, for real. It did. It had a. It had that Borderlands feel to it where it was just like crazy over the top, um, comedic, yet serious gameplay. That's about right. Um, anyway, so today's episode, we got some great stuff to talk with you guys about. Um, and the first thing we're going to talk to you about is something that me and Bolts are. Kind of disappointed in, but at the same time, we're not. Because I think I think it's a good deal, and at the same time, I kind of don't think it's a good deal. I don't know, man. So, it is official. Microsoft has officially introduced the all-digital Xbox One S console. So, this console... Um, <clears throat> It's, it's really crazy to me. This console is launching May 7th. for, uh, And it will include three games already preloaded on the system. Minecraft, Sea of Thieves, and Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon 3. Um, so it's a good selection of games with that. And I guess that kind of balances out the price. Um, because me and Bolts had kind of talked about that before. Of like if a new Xbox that was all digital came out. And it would it would it really needed to be below one ninety nine, um, and I guess maybe with it being two fifty and having three games uploaded on it, or is okay, but I don't know, man. We're gonna throw it over to the Xbox guru. What do you think, dude? What like, I don't know. What do you think about the price? What do you think about the games that are preloaded on this system? Um, it's like this.
1: Um, you're about six years too late with this. Um. And you're about a year too early for it as well. You you're trying to the, the the main the main reason for this console is to get a feel yeah. for the next gen. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. how how people are going to be receptive to a discless system basically. Mm-hmm. So this is all about touch and feel and go. Uh, two forty nine, that's all right. One ninety nine should have been better, regardless of what games are on it. Um, but I, I guess for the most part, it's it, it it's okay. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to take a run at the market somehow. Yeah. You know, so you're gonna have to figure out when you when you release your next gen con- console how it's gonna be receptive, especially with the discless, because you got you got so much backlash for all the discless talk for the original Xbox One yeah. for Project Scorpio. So.
0: And I mean, they talked about doing this. They talked about doing this actually since what like since. Two years before the Xbox One was announced, yeah, yeah, um, and
1: and they and, and they got so much backlash from it from the consumers, and they were like, oh, "Fine, we'll just make it with the drive and be done yeah. with it." So it, it's all going to depend. Now, I will say this: now I know I know you'll be able to go in there and download movies and stuff like that without the drive. Kind of, you may have down, you know, made your Xbox not as useful. Yeah. Um, because yes, yes, you can go to Hulu and Netflix and all this other fucking shit and watch all this other stuff. But, um, <laughs> but people, people buy the shit out of Blu-rays and a, you know, and then, and then of course the new 4K high-def movies that are coming out. Mm-hmm. So with taking that drive out, yes, you you, you don't have to worry about disc, but. You're also limiting the use of your console if you're a, you're a Blu-ray, DVD-type person buyer. So
0: You are, actually. And, you know, somebody pointed this out on Twitter the other day, and I I kind of, at first I disagreed with him, but then I started thinking about it. The good thing that, like, the big thing about the Xbox One X is the fact that it has a 4K Blu-ray drive. Um, you know, and that's actually something that I feel that, they kind of had over the PS4 Pro cuz the PS4 f- Pro doesn't have a 4K Blu-ray drive. And that's something like Blu-rays now, I mean, they're they're like they're at their height that pretty much how DVD was whenever it overtook VHS. Know what I'm saying bolts? I mean, yeah, like, absolutely. you can get Blu-rays now for pretty cheap, but still like when you get Blu-rays now, there's a lot of times you don't just get a Blu-ray, you get Blu-ray, then you get a digital download code, then you get a a DVD version of the Blu-ray, just in case if somebody in your family has a DVD player. Um so you know it kinda to me, I don't know, it's a it's a weird thing because with this console, it does come with a one terabyte hard drive. Um, and it comes with Minecraft, um, which is a little bit of an older game, but it, it's, you know, Minecraft Minecraft is, is owned by Microsoft now. Sea of Thieves is a game that they've been trying to really push to everyone. Uh, and Forza Horizon 3 is a great game to have on the console to, to really display the power yeah. of Xbox exclusives. Um, but kind of like what Bolt said, I think it's a little...
1: It's a little too late. It's a little too, too early. late.
0: I wish they would have brought it out this time last year. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes, absolutely. Like,
0: when they when they announced the Xbox One, when they announced the Xbox One X, and said, hey, the Xbox One X is coming out, blah, 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 blah. Cool, awesome. And then they said, but we're bringing out something else with it, too, and it's going to be a discless Xbox. And, like, in in January 2018... They release it January or February. They release a discless Xbox. Yeah. You know, I think that would have been awesome. You know, it would have been, it would have given them enough time to kind of try to sell that unit and see if it could really sell. Because now I'm, I'm almost certain, bro. I'm telling you, I'm almost certain that when we go to E3 this year, we are going to hear about this next Xbox.
1: Oh, absolutely. I know we are. We are because, because PS five has already released details on their stuff. So Microsoft is going to have to do something.
0: They're going to have to talk about it. So, it's you know it's that feeling like it, oh, man i don't want to say it because i know i think that microsoft is doing great with their publishing houses and they're saying that this this e3 is going to be the biggest they've ever had the press conference is going to show off some of the most games they've ever shown off they're going to show off exclusives they're going to show off all this other stuff that's awesome dude but i can't help but have that bottom line feeling that they're biting off too much they it's like they got all these studios They got this and this. They released the Xbox One S. Then they released the Xbox One X. Now they're releasing the digital Xbox One S. Um, And it's just a feeler. It's like what Bull said. I think that was a perfect way of saying it. It's literally, let's just see, let's test the market and see how many of these we can sell before the next Xbox comes out. Yep. You know, Um, because I think, personally, I think the next Xbox is going to have a disk drive. But... I think the reason why they put this out is so when a slimlined version of the next Xbox is available, they can see if they can release it with a, a, a in a discless form. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So um, I'm excited uh, about this, but at the same time, I, I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm not weary about it, and 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 I don't have my reservations. Um, but speaking of E3 and crazy consoles. Um, the new details for the PlayStation 5 have been announced. Now, I'm not going to go into everything that Mark Cerny said. Um, I do want to take one snippet out and say that they have officially announced that there will be SSD in there instead of a regular hard drive, which is going to be fantastic. Um, and it's, it's going to, the biggest thing with that is with the solid state drive, um, For now, they have announced it's it's basically easily accept uh, accessible laptops and PCs to increase performance And while the Xbox one and PlayStation 4 were capable with the external SSD drives on speed up and load times They haven't been nearly as powerful um, as they have done before in the past so the problem with PS4 at this point in time is that with the regular hard drive that is in there The load times are ridiculous even though the games are the way they are i know there's been so many times like even on skyrim special edition on a bunch of these games the load times are horrible um and and it, and it even even when it's not like it's a lower than 30 second load times you know that it, that counts it, it kind of takes you out of the game when you have to sit there for 30 seconds almost waiting on something but in a test Cerny set up a playstation 4 with the next gen uh, dev kit um, both playing Insomniac's um, Marvel Spider-Man game, So there was a PS4 Pro, and then there was a next-gen dev kit. Fast traveling on PS4 Pro took approximately 15 seconds. Um, and then on the next-gen dev kit, it took 0. 0.8 seconds. I mean, that is a huge difference, bolts. Oh, that's like,
1: a big difference, man. That's a big difference. Um it, it looks like all the specs and all the the hardware and and and, and all the tech that they're putting inside the PS5 is going to be it's going to be outstanding. Yeah. Um I'm really really interested to see what Microsoft is going to bring to the table. I am too. Because cuz just cuz from just like I said, just looking at the minor specs that they've released and so on and so forth. This is this is getting pretty intense as far as consoles go. And and if microsoft claims that they're going to have the most powerful console on the market what are they going to put in their shit you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's, it's 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 really interesting and then and sony has has taken the first step and they're really and it, it looks like it's going to be an amazing system i really do believe it
0: um and they also said that you know most of the stuff most of the technology that's going to be based in here is going to be uh from amd Uh, and the crazy thing about that is it's going to have ray tracing, increased memory, increased power, surround, surround sound, like audio backwards compatibility with PS4 and a physical disc drive. And also certainly did come out because everyone's saying that the console was going to be $499, $599, $699. He said that the price was going to be appealing. So I'm going to say this right now, because it's also been reported that Microsoft's new console, from a rumored report microsoft's new console will be as powerful if not more powerful than the ps5 i'm gonna tell you this right now if sony somehow is able to launch the playstation 5 with this type of techno technology at 399 uh, this, I just
1: don't see it happen. I don't see
0: it happening either. It's
1: got. It's going to be four ninety nine. It can't be. I think. Rest. I
0: think it will be too. And I think it will be a good. I think that is a good price for the type of stuff that is going to be. Absolutely, in this I agree. Because you know they're going to have to launch it with a one terabyte hard drive. Uh huh. Um, and I just, I, I'm just saying, if they did, if there was some way, because they have, they've been up so much because of all the, the money they've made. If there was some way they would be able to launch this type of console with a one terabyte hard drive, all this power, and then launch it at 399 it would be fucking nuts.
1: It would be nuts. I just don't. I, I really. I, I'm not even going to try to even think about it because I don't see it <laughs> happening. I just don't.
0: I don't see it happening either, but I don't know. Um, but we can't throw out Google Stadia either. Um, and I really do mean that. Um, I, I. It's You and me have said our shit about that about that system and about the way we think that it may not do well. Right. But when you really think about it, you know, we're talking from experience with, with, with software and other companies that have tried to do this and have failed because they weren't a company like Google. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just, I still think that Google still has their hat in, in the, in the line when it comes down to, game development because I really I really do think that if there's any company that can actually do something like this and it's it's gotta be Google.
1: Well good luck to them. They're yeah. they're stepping in they're stepping into the gauntlet into the into into the lion's den. So we shall see.
0: They're stepping in there with the big dogs bolts. Burn, burn. All these articles that we have been going over on this episode are of course brought to you by Centelinks.com. So head on over there check out the great content that we have, Cineleaks.com, movies, games, and geek culture. And also, at the very top of our site, you can see a little link. It says, have you played the card game for people who love movies? If you click on that, it'll take you directly to the Amazon store, and you can check out our card game, the Cineleaks card game. It is a, it is a movie card game. It's kind of like dominoes. That's the simplest way I can... Uh, That's the simplest way I can really explain it. you got to check it out. It's a very unique, awesome card game. So uh, definitely make sure to head on over there. But the next topic at hand is pretty crazy. Obsidian's Knights of the Old Republic 3 would have put more focus on a more powerful Sith Lord's than ever. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but um, in a recent interview, uh, Obsidian talked with VG 24 7, and they basically stated that they had everything planned out. They took some time off, they had everything planned out for the third game. And it was going to... The third game was going to involve you as uh, a player following Darth... What is it? Darth Revan? Re- Revan, Revan. Um, it's just however you want to pronounce yeah. it. Um, following where Revan went and then taking the battle to the really ancient Sith Lords who are far more terrifying than the Darths that show up throughout the game and throughout the movie series. These guys would g- just be monsters. These would have a level of power that was considerably more than anything you have ever faced before, and that is so crazy to me, bro. It's so crazy to me. It's, it's like
1: it's like this would have been like the first Dark Souls.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, and and I, and I'm gonna say this. I know this may be shocking. I never played Knights of the Old Republic. Well, it was only it was uh, why? Because I just I didn't. Uh, I mean, whatever. It's not because I didn't want to. Uh, but it's just I, I just didn't. I uh, mean, I. I was excited for everybody that was playing it. So good. But everyone tells me how amazing it is. Uh, So good. I'm in the dark. I guess I need need to go watch one of those YouTube movies. I do that every once in a while. (laughs) Games that I know for a fact I'm never going to go back and play. Um, But Bolt, as somebody that has played Knights of the Old Republic before, um, I don't know, did you play 1 and 2? Of course. Um, Well, with this saying that Knights of the Old Republic 3 would have had more powerful Sith lords, um, does it anger you that this game didn't happen? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you, you know, for the most part, um, I, I think after playing um, Coder One and Coder Two and 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 whatnot, um, you were you were, you were begging for a little piece of something else. Um, yeah. And 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 if, they, if this was the plan from the get go, was to is to dive even deeper into the into the Sith to the Sith path. I would have absolutely loved that, because you know everybody knows in everything that some something's got to start somewhere, you know, die just fully dive into the backstory of, of the Sith and the Sith Lords, yeah, and 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 these ultimate just complete badasses. Like I said, it would have been your first Dark Souls game, dude. Mm. You know, because you could you just imagine. Just, you know, facing someone that was more powerful than Darth Vader. Because, you know, unfortunately, there's, as far as Force-wise goes, there's very few that are, if any, that are more powerful than Darth Vader. Yeah. You know, Darth Maul wasn't that big with the Force, but, man, bitch could duel a lightsaber like nobody's business. It's true. You know, <laughs> Kylo Ren, I don't even to talk about that guy. He's so, he's so off-hinge right now. It's <laughs> unreal. <laughs> he doesn't know what he wants. Uh, he's right? like, shirt or no shirt. Yeah, right, yeah, no shit. Um, even even Star Killer from the the Force Unleashed games, you know.
0: Yeah, you know, Star Killer was uh, Star Killer was a weird character, man. Well,
1: yeah, because he was working for he was working for Darth Vader, his apprentice. You know, doing back backdoor, you know, side missions and stuff like that. But ultimately, ended up coming to the light side, depending on stuff like that. And you know, so it just. It it would have been really, 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 really neat to see where they would have gone with that.
0: You know, I actually agree with you, bro. Um, even though I didn't play, um, even though I didn't play this game, I always really appreciated everything I always saw online, uh, from either someone playing it that I would go and watch play, or you know, some of the imagery or the lore that I've read online. It just was so awesome it felt like such a great community um that was wrapped around this game um and i would love to see it come back dude i really would i would love to see them actually really put put this game back into the limelight like like it it kind of needs to be you know what i'm saying um because it's just um it's sad that this game is not being made anymore because you know obsidian has said it so many times like even before they announced they were working on Outer Worlds, they came out and they were like, "Hey, you know, Bethesda, we'll make another Fallout game if you want us to." And then they're kind of like, "Hey, you know, Star Wars, Disney, if right. you want us to, we'll make another Knights of the Old Republic." And nobody's ever cut them, back at them and be like, exactly. "Hey, yeah, let's do this." So, exactly. I don't know, man. It's um, uh, it's it's strange. It's really strange because I I think that. Those are two series that Obsidian did really well, um, and I think that um, I think, of course, I know Outer World is going to do fantastic. I know Outer World is going to uh, yeah. be. I'm amazing. really excited about that. Uh, yeah, I know I you really are, bro. Uh, it's going to be a. It's really, honestly, going to be a great game, um, and I feel that. I feel that. It's a missed opportunity that there's not another Knights of the Old Republic game as of now. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucking shitty. I'm yeah, I miss. Yeah. So, um, but with that being said, we're gonna move into our music minute, and when we come back, we're gonna talk more about Knights of the Old Republic. Then we're also gonna talk about Obsidian again, and a game that was also canceled and never brought about. And then we're gonna move into our top ten fighting games of all time right here. On the second opinion podcast.
2: Podcast. No,
0: We're back, and of course, as always, I want to give another shout-out to Tech Industries for letting us use that music. Me and Bolts are over here bebopping.
1: <laughs> Be bopping? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, dog?
0: <laughs> we're getting down to some tech industry music. I love it. I know Bolts does as well. So uh, before the break, we did talk about Knights of the Old Republic, and we're back again to talk about it once again. Um, Bolts. so it, it has been basically announced... Not really officially announced, but uh, Kathleen Kennedy, um, president of Lucasfilms, uh, has said in a recent MTV uh, interview, uh, when she was asked Knights of the Old Republic, uh, the, or the, the interviewer said, you know, with Knights of the Old Republic, people are always asking about that. And she said, you know, we're... Uh, You know, we talk about that all the time. Yes, we are developing something to look at right now We have no idea where it might fall, but we have to be careful that there is candidacy uh, uh, With Star Wars and it doesn't make it doesn't end up becoming too much of like having you know movie after movie after movie and people getting tired of it. So it's exciting to see that they they are developing something there even if it's in the early 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 stages it's exciting to see because um, as we talked about earlier, you know, this, you know, with Star Wars of the Old Republic, if, you know, even with me not being a big person into it, that took like what? It was like 3,000 or 4,000 years before um, New yeah. Hope. Yeah, it was correct? something like
1: that if I remember correctly. I think it was, yeah. So
0: um, as a fan, as a Star Wars fan, would you... Would you be down? Would you be like get behind uh, an, an old republic? Uh, the, the, movie? the thing
1: about the thing about Star Wars is Star Wars can never be too much, in my opinion, but it can be too much of the same stuff. Yeah, we 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 we're, we you have exhausted the Skywalker line. Yeah. That's and that's just how it is. You have nine movies about the Skywalker, you know, lineage. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Um. And then you have and then you have a story about you know the the Death Star plans, and then you have the story the backstory of Solo. Um. We've seen that. We've we we know who Han Solo is. We didn't really necessarily necessarily need that full backstory. With
0: that said, you and me did enjoy the film. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I Absolutely. mean, it's still. It's still Han
1: Solo. We know where he came yeah. from. We know what he was, and we know that you know he loved Leia and all the, All this jazz. You know his his past gambling beds. He was a smuggler. Blah blah blah. blah. Now
0: he's also a nerve herder.
1: Yeah, exactly. Scruffy looking. <laughs> Anyways, um, but with that said, there's so much. That's the thing about the Star Wars universe, and even the Star Trek universe, or even. Even, you know, Battlestar Galactica, even if you want to go to video yeah. games, you know, Master yeah. Face, stuff like that. I was
0: gonna say like, you move out of that, move into, you know, like the situation we're in now with like the Avengers, superhero movies and whatever, you're you're what you're getting at is like you're exhausting it.
1: You exactly, know? exactly. And 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 but if you step away from that Skywalker line and you dive into something new and fresh, that's a that's different. Than yeah. what we've been what well, than what we've been handed. Yeah. So
0: And I, you know, and I super agree with you, dude. I think that's actually one of the reasons why the CGI, you know, Clone Wars and Um the Rebellion and uh, or the rebels and uh all the the stuff that is usually mainly made for, you know, the Disney and, and upcoming Disney Plus I think that's the reason why it's been so successful and you know I'm not gonna lie I haven't really gone and watched a lot of those I need to because everyone tells me how great the stories are Um, I don't really want to go back and watch Clone Wars I'm not gonna lie like the only reason why I want to is to dive to delve more into Darth Maul because I know he's he's still alive um, to an extent, you know, he didn't die. Oh, you're talking
1: about the animated series? Yeah. animated series is amazing. Yeah, it is. You it's know, hands down one of the best, the best things that Star Wars ever did.
0: Um, but, you know, I, I want to go back and watch some of that, but I'm excited for Disney Plus because of the extra content they're going to be able to have. Not only in just releasing, you know, the animated stuff, but also the fact of... Um, you know, of course, we're gonna get the superhero stuff. You know, we already know that. But like with Star Wars, the Mandalorians, it looks fantastic. And I mean, the it doesn't just look like a made-for-TV show. It looks like a true cinematic Star Wars experience right. that doesn't have to finally just fucking base around the damn Jedi or this, you know, Skywalker lineage or anything like that. Um, so. I'm really excited to see what they can do, and I actually think that it may be best that if they did something like that, that they didn't do a movie series. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if they're going to for sure or not, but I think it would be probably pretty cool if they did um, a series mainly just based for Disney Plus that was set in the Old Republic. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
1: yeah. No, it would. It absolutely would. So, we you know, there's 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 so much that they could do with it and with Disney Plus, everybody's going to own it, so they're going to get buku's of money flowing in and they'll be able to do whatever they want with whatever however they want to go with
0: it. So. Yeah, I agree, man. And I'm I'm really excited for the future of this and I I think Disney Plus is going to be great for Disney. Um, I think that I think too that you know, Disney has a lot of plans um, for their live stream service that can, like what we had said, alleviate stress from their main film stage, you know what I'm saying? Of like Absolutely. having to crank out a fucking movie, you know, every year. Exactly. Instead of doing that, they can crank it out every two years and they can do small production on some of the other shows and still make all their fans happy. That's it, man. Um, So uh, with that said, we're going to move into another Obsidian topic. This has all been mainly based around new consoles, Star Wars, and Obsidian. um, But Obsidian, at one point in time, was working on an alien RPG that was aiming to be a horror version of Mass Effect. So basically, from what we've read... Online uh, it, this was basically This was a a interview that was done um, with a former Obsidian employee um, And they were talking to someone through VG 24-7. He was a developer at, at Obsidian And his name was Chris Avalon um, And he had basically said that with this it kind of was familiar with Prometheus uh, That they went down to the planet everybody got kind of shot all over the place. They ended up having to come back together but it was basically an aliens RPG that was mass effect but ten times more terrifying so um Sega had pulled the plug on it and you know they understood why because I guess at the time and the time restraints or whatever but bolts uh would you would you have played something like this
1: man I don't know because the alien alien video games are so they' are just so um <laughs> they're just so yeah I don't <laughs> They're they're not great. They're not good. They're not bad. They're just there. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that has ever been appealing about them. The best thing about aliens was the movies. Yeah. Um. So I I just I just don't know. I I I may I may have, just because RPG is 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 my type of game. Uh-huh. Um, and 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 the small details like you know you could be having a conversation with someone and then a xenomorph pop up out of nowhere and you'd have to stop and fight them. Yeah, You know, that would be kind of interesting, but that would get tiresome. You know, you'd be trying to have a conversation with someone, trying to figure out what's going on around the world, and then motherfucking queen xenomorph <laughs> pops <up> the fuck <laughs> out of the ground and I'm like, yeah! like, "Again?"
0: Again, you know. That's ah, a bear, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, wait, you didn't like Alien's Isolation? It was all right.
1: I mean, I just it just it, it just didn't grab me cuz I knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an alien game xenomorphs they're gonna come get you they're gonna jump out and get you and then you know you you cut them and then they bleed on you and you die because they're acid blood what
0: about like aliens versus predator the one that came out on
1: it was it was it was so it was so so i just the 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 games of aliens is just not that captivating but i mean do you feel the same way about the movies i love the movies
0: is it because you and me got burned by colonial marines
1: no, I've just never enjoyed the Alien video games. The yeah. movies the movies are where they're at. So, yeah. uh, I mean, that's I just know. how it is. I
0: think, personally, I think that I probably would have enjoyed it. Because I'm not going to lie, dude. Like, you know, there was the Alien vs. Predator game that came out on PS3. And Rebellion did it. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really liked the game as a whole. Um, but, you know, there was the fact of, you know, Co- Colonial Marines, which... Um, which kind of burned me and bolts because we were we were at the event where it was first showcased, and um, it wasn't the same game. The hell
1: no, it wasn't the same game. We were blown <laughs> away by we what were, we saw.
0: Me and bolts were sitting like right up front, and when they showed off that gameplay, uh, like him and me were standing up on our feet, clapping standing ovation it was amazing i mean the gameplay that we saw compared to what the game was was obviously different but that's neither here there um i think that i probably would have played this game i think that i would have actually been really into it because um my problem with the alien games most of the times it always feels kind of on the rail and i think uh isolation kind of felt the same way even though it was like in my personal opinion, the best alien game year to date. Oh, it
1: was. Don't get Uh, shit twisted. It was. Um,
0: I think that it, uh, I think it still kind of felt closed off from what it could have been. It would have been great to really have an open world alien game to where like what Boltz was saying to where you're, you're walking and traversing someplace, um, you know, searching for artifacts or something like that, um, doing little side missions. And then a big ass alien pops up or, you know, some crazy shit like that, or you come up on an alien nest, uh, and you got to kill all the, the horrible, tangle babies or whatever the hell they're cr- face huggers, <laughs> um, <laughs> tangle babies, and <laughs> nothing like no tangle baby. Um, but I think that uh, I think it would have been great. I really do. I think that it probably would have. Uh, I think it would have been really great for Obsidian. But it just hate I hate the fact that it, it never happened. So um, With that said, we're gonna move into our last topic. I know these last couple of episodes have been somewhat short. Um, and that's just because everything has been uh, the, the news recently has been a little weird. Well, uh, it's
1: been a little bit more quiet because e is going around the corner. e is
0: around the corner and everything's getting kind of pumped up right now. Um, but we are, uh, we're here to talk about our top 10 fighting games. Uh, bolts, do you want to go first or do you want me yeah, to go I can first? Go first. Okay.
1: be quick, simple, sweet, you know?
0: Okay. Quick, simple, sweet. It's kind
1: of like lovemaking.
0: <sighs> oh, okay. Usually <laughs> <laughs> you, you get that. Are you going to get like a tramp stamp of that?
1: That's none of your business. <laughs>
0: Anyway, and, and the reason he asked
1: that is because because bolt got his first tattoo, and in the next five months he will have five more.
0: I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a tattoo. I didn't say you dimension.
1: weren't. I was well, just I telling think you're you.
0: You're trying to challenge me right now, bro. Something.
1: You're not gonna win that. Why, dude? I will be so tatted up, you won't even see. I'm not it. trying the, to get all tatted up. The, the only thing you're gonna to see is colors, bro. It'd be like shit. Bolt's where you at, bro?
0: You come back, you got like the stuff <laughs> under your skin. You got like the horns. Oh that you split fuck your tongue. that I'm like, shit! What is going on?
1: All right, all right, all right, all right. Top ten. Not necessarily in this order, but this is close as I could think of them. Okay, uh, you just th- read them off. You're like, all right. I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, number ten, Primal Rage. Um, Primal Rage. It was just, it was just Damn, one of, it was just one, one of those fun hard. games that you get to fight as dinosaurs. I mean, it was just, it was, it was fun as a little kid. It was. That fun. That was a
0: great game. Bro. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Man, that was a great. I cannot believe I didn't put that on my list. I can because I played the shit out of it on Super Nintendo, dude. See, I played
1: it on Sega all day long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. you got to be the different kid and have a fucking Sega.
1: Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna number knock nine, you <laughs> Number nine. Probably one of the worst fighting games of all time, but it sticks in my head for some fucking reason. Motherfucking Clay Fighters.
0: Clay Fighters! <laughs> bro, I swear to God. Right before you said that, I said, if this motherfucker says Clay Fighters, I'm going to trip out, bro. I cannot believe you put clay fighters yep. on there, bro. It,
1: it just sticks with you because it's coming so up ba- next. Oh, it's so bad. Frosty
0: versus <laughs> bro, was so That's bad. exactly how it sounded. Oh, Frosty oh, versus the Viking Queen. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Oh my God, bro! It was
1: so slow and so slow. It was, but
0: you know what's crazy is I really enjoyed playing that game. Oh. I mean, bro. <laughs> I enjoyed playing it more than Rise of the Robots. Did you ever play Rise of the Robots? No, it was fucking. Go- oh, bro, it was horrible.
1: Uh, all right, uh, number n- number seven, Soul Calibur two. Ah, now um, we're getting serious. Uh, n- n- number seven is Soul Calibur two. It was the first. Um, it was the first rendition, of course, after Soul Edge, and it was one of the first games. Oh. Um, it was one of the first fighting games that you get to play with extra characters, so it that was w- great. It was it was absolutely the kickstart of something that is phenomenal. Uh, that is the Soul Calibur series. See, okay, so in Soul Calibur two, in Soul was- Calibur two, um, they had I, for the GameCube it was Link, I believe, uh-huh. and I think for the Xbox. It was Spawn or something like that.
0: Yes, and the, um, it was it was Link, Xbox uh, Xbox had Spawn, and then PS2 had Hi- uh, Heihachi Mishima.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. So yeah, so it was really great. I mean, it's the first time that you really you you started cross platforming characters to fight in other games, and it was yeah. really awesome. Uh, number s- six, um, and the main reason this is on here is because. I get to dance around as Yoda, and that's Soul Calibur 4. <laughs> um, I absolutely loved Soul Calibur Bro, 4.
0: Bro, you were so, I, I remember, you were so excited oh, man. when they announced that the extra characters were going to be Star Wars characters.
1: Oh, yeah, and, and, and then you, you found out the, the secret unlockable character, which is Starkiller. Oh, yeah. It was just, it was so good. And I loved every aspect of it, and and that is, and of course, adding the Star Wars characters was just the main main focus for me. Yeah. Um. Number f- Let's see. eight, nine. Hold on. Ten. Nine, oh eight, my god. Okay. Oh, sorry. Number six. Uh-huh. Uh, Street Fighter Two. You know, okay. I I can't I can't go wrong with that. That really, uh, that that really really pumped up fighting games in yeah. in, in in the fighting world. It was it was it was fast paced. It had it had a good amount of characters. Um it was it was really good. Of course it was on the Super Nintendo and whatnot. Um before it before it got over to Sega. Um number five. Four, three, two, one. Yeah, number five. Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three. Um I okay. played this I played this on the Sega. Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three was the pinnacle of the fighting games at the time and for many years after that. Um it had the it had the most characters, it had it was just, it had everything, you know, you could, you could put in your little codes, your little midway codes to get like big heads and stuff like that. It was just, it was really cool. And of course, one of the coolest aspects is after you beat one of the towers or whatnot during the, like, before the credit scene, you could type in a little code. And then at the end, you can watch all the fatalities, all the babalities, all yeah. the brutalities, all the, an- Bro, and that was
0: such a cool, it attitude. was, and, and
1: it lasted like 20 minutes and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Because back then it was really hard to do fatalities if you yeah. didn't if you didn't, so <laughs> so it was really cool to sit there and watch them. Had
0: yeah, those hor- that horrible D pad,
1: right? Um, n- n- number four, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom two, okay, um, on the PS one and and whatnot. It was it was uh, it's Sega like Dreamcast even it came out on. It was so it was it was something new. It was so fast paced. You had all the characters from Marvel vs. Capcom facing off one another. It was just one of those legendary starts. Um Smash Brothers Brawl.
0: Smash Brothers Brawl.
1: You can't go wrong. Ultimate party game. I don't care what anybody says. Uh four four players on one screen at one on one screen at one time going at it just knocking kicking the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Um it was, it was it was great. It was great. Uh number 2. Uh and this is my ultimate arcade game of all time and that is Tekken 2. Tekken 2 is my game. Tekken um, 2. Tekken 2. That was my game. It was either p Jack or it was Lee. And you're going to get your ass with one way or the other. Yeah. You know. And that's all right. You, it, it was. It was. I, Lee was. Lee, Lee, Lee was my guy. I used yeah. to play dead on the ground. It was just great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, that's a cheater's way out, Bolt. <laughs> Lay down. Try to pull somebody in.
1: Right. And, then of course, <laughs> number one is, if, if you don't know it already, by who you know who I am, <laughs> Ultimate ver- Ultimate Marvel vs Capcom 3. I knew it. It's the greatest fighting game of all time. Oh. I don't care what anybody says, you won't change my mind. I will. It has it has everything. It has the guts, it has the glamour, it has the the glitter. It has non-stop fast-paced action over and over and over. It just it keeps going and going and going and it's great on every level.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it cuz I never enjoyed it. it why? Because y'all always beat the shit out of me, it yeah, was we, never fun. I know. No, I, yeah. No, I, I liked. I like my time with the game. All right, so my list is obviously just a little bit different. Um, my number ten, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. <laughs> people did not like this game at all. There's a lot of people that didn't like it, but I'm going to tell you right now. Um, I very much enjoyed my time with it. Um, I, I really did, dude. I think, I think that, um, I don't know, dude. I, I think the reason why I like this game so much is because first off, it, it was just a, in my personal opinion, it was a really good crossover. Um, I spent, I'm not even gonna lie, dude. I spent a ton of money on all the, all the skins and. And costumes and all that stuff because I was really obsessed with it and I thought that it was an actual good fighting game um, that really kind of got shit on uh, when it shouldn't have been. So, um, it probably should have
1: been. But let's go ahead continue on,
0: bro. Tell me, like you played it with me, like what did Man, you not? I don't rem- like Look, it?
1: look, look. I I remember so little about that game. I remember so little about the new Street Fighter and the new Tekken games. I don't even. I can't even comment on them.
0: Okay. Um my number 9 is Super Smash on the N64. Um I know it's a little high but I was never really good at Super Smash Brothers. Um but I I appreciate the game enough to put it on my list because I think that it uh is one of it's one of the groundbreaking series in the fighting game genre. I think that it it was something that was so out of left field that whenever it happened you never really expected it. You know what I'm saying? When when right. Smash Bros. first came up, you're like, "What? You get to literally fight all these characters from our favorite <laughs> from our favorite Nintendo games." And now you get to do more than just Nintendo games. You get to add in, you know, my favorite character, Solid Snake. And um, I just think it's the the series as a whole is great. But I think Super Mario or uh, Super Mario Super Smash Sixty Four was just like the pinnacle it was one of those games that like if you've never played it before you've got to play it even as old as it is now it still is a good fighting game so um uh number eight mortal kombat 9 um it was such a good game my god all the characters the fact that on ps3 you were able to play as kratos um, which that right there, dude. Like the the announcement of Mortal Kombat Nine having a dynamic story, getting back to to what they have done before with games like uh, with games like Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, uh, and even uh, kind of, I would say, kind of like Armageddon. I know a lot of people hold Armageddon up, and they think it's this amazing game. I thought the roster was unbelievable, but I I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I really didn't like. The Armageddon story that was lined out I like the fact that the gameplay was kind of like um, Shaolin monks mm-hmm. um, but at the same time I just particularly I'm, I'm not gonna say that I, I think Armageddon is kind of last for me so Mortal Kombat 9 was just great the 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 story the fact that the the graphics were so highly updated um, even the music in the game, the soundtrack was fucking boss, dude. The soundtrack was so awesome. They had literally had completely redone a lot of the stuff. It was like this techno trap dubstep mix shit that they did. And it was unbelievable. I fucking loved it, dude. I loved it. Just everything about that game. It was great. All the, the DLC characters. And I mean, shit, dude, if you want to play this game, um, you've got to go play it now it's literally you can pick up the complete edition, uh, *Mortal Kombat* nine complete edition for like nineteen bucks now I think, and it is well worth that price. Um, so if you're a *Mortal Kombat* fan, you still ain't played that shit, then what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, *Dragon Ball Fighters*, *Dragon Ball Fighters*, um, I think is a really great game. I think it, it did a lot of adaptations from the Marvel vs. Capcom universe, uh, that style of gameplay. And I'm going to tell you right now, dude, Arc System Works goes down as, by, by far in my book, one of the best studios out there, dude. They did some damn good work with this game of making it making it look so much like the anime. And I would love for them to make more games like this. Even though I'm not a big One Piece fan or Bleach fan or anything, I think that if they were to do games like this based in those in those universes, I think they would sell like crazy. Oh, yeah, no! You...
1: No, I agree. Yeah, I absolutely. I agree. Yeah.
0: I think Arc System Works did an amazing job with fighters, and I would really love to see more from them in the future. Uh, number six Injustice 2 now Injustice Gods Among Us was a great game but I have to say with all the other games that I have on my list I think Injustice 2 uh, obviously beats out Injustice Gods Among Us because not only did we get a continuation from the story that led into that from Gods Among Us we also got A visually stunning game. I mean, this game is by far one of the best looking and best playable fighting games out there. I think that it is, uh, I think it in my book will go down as one of, I think one of the best fan service fighting games or probably just fan services in general that has ever been done. I mean, NetherRealm Studios did an amazing job with it. Um, I think that this was obviously a, a, a connection and stretch from what they had done previously with Mortal Kombat versus DC universe. Um, and just the way that they played everything out was just great. The story was amazing. The multiplayer is fantastic. Um, the, the ability of a, a lot of fans didn't really like it, but the ability that you can, you know, over time as you, you know play the game or play the challenges or play online you can unlock more uh, aesthetics that you can put on your character to not only customize their look but also add more power and more abilities to them what I thought was pretty fucking cool but I am glad to see that that is not something that is gonna be featured in Mortal Kombat 11 um, so I thought that was a great game um, number five Tekken 7 Tekken 7 was done by Bandai Namco I thought it was a fantastic title Uh, Of course, you know with most of these games uh, at this point with them releasing the graphics are always going to be amazing But what was great about Tekken 7 is not only did you get to play as some characters that you haven't been able to play to play with in a while the the game Revisited the original Tekken storyline. You were able to play through some of the original stories You were even able to play the, the crazy scene to where Heihachi Mishima throws his son off of the mountain. You were able to play through that entire scene uh, right before it happened. And I mean, it was just nuts. It was a recall of everything that had happened in the Tekken series. Um, and I just thought it was great. I really did. I think that they they did it as a great fan service. I think they did it as a good pat on the back to maybe take some time off from the series. Um Bolts, it's been a while since you really kind of got into Tekken, correct?
1: It has, it has. Um, I played Tekken Tag a little bit. I played, Tekken Tag was good. Yeah, I played yeah. Tekken Three a little bit, but it just—it was just about that time Soul Calibur started rolling around. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so I just—I just lost yeah, interest.
0: I understand that. Um, number four, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Um, I <laughs> Bolts has got this little smirk. Like, bitch, you put that shit in number four. Um, so. My thing is <laughs> I appreciate the game. I love the customization. I love the fact that with Ultimate Marvel's Capcom you have all these different one of my big th- thing is is variations of characters. The the fact that you can have these different costumes and make their customization look different. Um, and that's one thing I appreciate about Mortal Kombat now is the fact that you can have all those different variations Not with just the visuals, but also with the the style of those characters um, but uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 just had an amazing roster um, and The gameplay is so chaotic. I mean, it's just like uh, Dragon Ball fighters um, Marvel vs Capcom set the pinnacle of, of of what fighting game is supposed to be now there's still a lot of people that play Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. For I'm, so, some,
1: I'm sorry, y'all.
0: Uh, but, you know, for some reason, there's a good chunk of them that play it. And, like, I actually saw a guy post a video on Twitter. It's like, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is a horrible get... And then he put period, 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 and he showed, like, a video of him doing this badass combo and stuff. I'm like, doesn't matter, bro. The way it launched, <laughs> it doesn't matter how, how good it is now. And I'll say the same exact thing about Street Fighter V. I fell right into that trap. Yeah, it's a good game now as a complete edition, but that's how it should have launched. Yep. So, number three. Bolt's going to get mad about this. PlayStation (laughs) All-Stars. It beat up Marvelous Capcom, bro. And my list.
1: (laughs) Smash Brothers knockoff.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, it was. But I'm going to tell you. When this game was announced, I was super excited because I hadn't played Super Smash in a long time. And the fact that this was going to be the PlayStation version of Super Smash, I was head over heels, dude. Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, Big Daddy from Bioshock. um, You were able to play as Nathan Drake, um, as, you know, as Parappa the Rappa. uh, All these characters, even Raiden. um, I was, dude... I fucking loved it and I'm gonna tell you right now I'll say it say what you will about me I hope that one day they come back with this fucking series because I Loved it. I thought it was so fucking cool because not only did they I mean this is a full-on blatant copy of Super Smash plain and simple down to the way the characters moved and everything but what was so cool is that it was some of my favorite series and With that, when PlayStation All-Stars came out, uh, Bioshock Infinite had just came out, and they had a Bioshock Infinite level on there. So, like, you were on this plane, and then some shit changed, and out of nowhere, like, one of the blimps from Bioshock Infinite came floating up, and it had this big-ass message on the side. I loved it so much, man. Because they, they literally did They stole every idea from Super Smash They were just like I'm sure in development they were like Just fuck it Let's just do everything they do on Super Smash And our own game You know Let's obviously not copyright You know Copyright infringe, But let's do it Our own version of the fucking game You know And it was amazing I really really did love it And please Sony Please Bring PlayStation All-Stars 2 to PS5 I'll buy it day one So um, Number two soul Calibur 6 soul Calibur 6 is such a great game the tale of souls the um the overall story mode the online play and the character customization in this game is by far some of the best in the fighting genre uh the graphics of this game the dlc characters the overall just style of gameplay was just amazing and of course you know, when the game was announced and the first DLC character was announced to be Geralt of Rivia, you know, everyone flipped shit. And I think he is... Hey, a... I
1: don't know why, because he's it's an awful game series and...
0: <laughs> he's saying that because I've never been able to get into it, but... Oh, um, did you beat it, by the way? No, did I deleted you... it. Oh. I played it for about five and a half hours. I was like, this is the same shit over and over again. I'm deleting it. Say it, Bulls! <laughs> No, bro, for real. I don't know what it was. I I think no joke, like I've said this before, I know this is getting off topic, but I think what what hurt me on the the Witcher is that there was like two times, I don't know how, but there was like two times that I played through the game and I got really far and somehow I didn't save or something, like I didn't the save point didn't hit or something like that, or I deleted the save data. And, and I swear to God, two fucking times. Fucking amateur. Listen, bro. Two no, times, I'm so pissed off no, 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 at listen, you. Two times in a row, it took me back to that same fucking scene where at the damn castle and I'm fucking digging up old dude's dead baby. <laughs> and I cannot beat that motherfucker. I don't know why. Like, I've been able to before in the past. But this last time, I could not fucking beat the thing. And I'm like, fuck it. I just deleted it. I was like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I'll never play the fucking game. I know it's an injustice, dude. I know it is. Everyone tells me how amazing The Witcher is. I am so glad it's such a good game. But I've just never been able to fucking get into it. I don't know why. And it's always been for stupid ass fucking reasons. So anyways, like I said, Soul Calibur Six is just by far one of the best games that I've ever fucking played in my life. They did so I'm I'm saying fuck so much right now, I apologize. Um they did so much in this game, bro. With the story, with the with the characters, with just overall presentation of the game, it's just beautiful, dude. It's such a good game. So, and my number one is Mortal Kombat XL. I'm so excited for Mortal Kombat 11. I put a Mortal Kombat 11 on here for some reason. So, saying, you,
1: you know what that means, right? There's, there's pre, that's, that's 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 symptoms of premature ejaculation. You just-
0: <laughs> Mortal Kombat X. And the Mortal Kombat XL, it's the same game, just it comes with DLC characters. Mortal Kombat X is just a great game. Continues the story off of it's Mortal so Kombat. Slow. Oh, bro. Uh, you see this? What? I'm going to break it over your head <laughs> in a second. Um, anyways, I, I just love the Mortal Kombat story. I love the Mortal Kombat gameplay. I love Mortal Kombat graphics. I love everything about Mortal Kombat. And. To kind of tie in with something I'm excited about, of course, is I am so ready for Mortal Kombat 11 because each each iteration, even though it's a continuation throughout the story, we have seen the game grow. We've seen the, the graphics, the gameplay, and everything just evolve over these last few years um, since 2011. So over the last eight years, the game has turned into something that is is a, i am I'm gonna say what I had said before, and I say it a lot. Um it's a culmination of years and years and years of hard work by Ed Boone and the entire NetherRealm Studios team that was once known as Midway and now is known as NetherRealm Studios. Um but I am so excited for this game guys I cannot tell you and w- that's the reason why I kind of (laughs) hate you. I'm listening. That's the reason why I wanted to really talk about the, the list is because, um, recently I've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat X with my boy. Jesus. so big shout outs to him. Um, he has been beating the fucking shit out of me with, um, with Aaron black. I actually joked the other day and told him, I said, bro, I had this horrible nightmare last night. And he said, yeah. And I said, I couldn't see anything. It was pitch black. And then I just kept hearing Aaron black wins, Aaron black wins. And he started laughing so hard, but it's true, man. He's, he's like, he's got the, the combo system down with Aaron black. So that's why I'm excited for the upcoming game. Cause they're taking away the, the x-ray and they're putting in fatal blow. Um, so with fatal blow, you can literally only use it one time a match. So if it builds up, then you're fucking done. You can't spam your x-ray just by doing certain combos or whatever else. Um, But like I said, you know, back to Mortal Kombat X, I just think the story and the overall gameplay, visuals, graphics, everything about it was just unbelievable. Now, mind you, with Soul Calibur VI, it it was a really close cut on these two games because I still think Soul Calibur VI goes down as one of the best fighting games I've ever played in my life. But Mortal Kombat is just, it's got a special place in my heart, dude, and I cannot wait... To play this game i cannot wait to to explore the story and fucking shit dude they brought back the original shang song you know what i'm saying like original and then they hit it out of the fucking ballpark with the recent damn trailer and finally since like the first game or since either the first game or mortal kombat 2 they actually use the original mortal kombat theme song Yep. Yeah. Like, huge, bro. It gave me fucking chills when I watched that launch trailer. So, I'm just so excited. I'm so ready for this game. I'm so ready to talk more about this title with you guys in the coming weeks. Hopefully, we'll be able to do a review for it here on CineLeaks.com. So, make sure to check us out, CineLeaks.com, for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators. Also, head on over there to the YouTube page. Give us a follow. Get us a sub. Like our, like our stuff. We do things. You know what I'm saying? I do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I got to give, uh, a shout out to my boy TJ. Of course, uh, we were going to do a grilling and chilling today. Uh, we had to put it off cause they're still out of power right now. Um, things have been crazy in our area. Um, and, uh, also I'm going to give a shout out to my boy bolts. Uh, I love you, dude. You know, you're my boy. Uh, I die for you, bro. Um, <laughs> that, that song because i was like i die for you shut <laughs> I die up bro for you uh anyways um i'm holding this uh you know
1: he's holding it guys
0: yeah that's right i'm holding mm. this what is it smooth four mm. i can never say the what? name of it i got a new stabilizer for my camera uh or for my phone today and when it came in i was opening it up and i was like recording stuff testing stuff out i was like Me and my dude are going to E3 this year. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. It's going to be such an awesome trip, dude. About that? (laughs) You're like, yeah, about that. Can't make it. I'm like, guess you're going to be just, you know, sending me some money or something. (laughs) I'm so ready, bro. You can't, you don't even know, I know, dude. Um, It's going to be such a great trip, and... All this is possible because of Citilinks.com. So big shout outs to Jordan, big shout outs to Matt. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace out. Peace.